This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. Chip company Arm files for Nasdaq listing an IPO anticipated to be this year's biggest. By Connie Loizos. Arm, the UK-based chip maker owned by Japan SoftBank since 2016, has filed for a Nasdaq listing for five months after announcing it had filed confidential, preliminary IPO paperwork with U.S. regulators. The outfit didn't provide a projected share price in its F1 paperwork, but SoftBank recently bought the 24.99% stake in Arm that it didn't own outright from its Vision Fund unit, reportedly at a valuation of more than $64 billion. That's twice the $32 billion SoftBank paid for Arm seven years ago. The Vision Fund has outside limited partners, including the sovereign wealth funds of Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi. SoftBank sold that stake in Arm to the Vision Fund in 2017 for $8 billion. SoftBank has paid a steep price for making up its own deals in the past. Most famously, SoftBank plowed $4.4 billion into the co-working company WeWork in the summer of 2017 when it was still privately held at a reported valuation of $20 billion. SoftBank invested in WeWork again in early 2019 at a $47 billion valuation. At the time, SoftBank had invested roughly $10.5 billion into WeWork both directly and via its vision fund arm. It went on to invest even more in the company and to lose nearly its entire investment. Arm has long developed and licensed what it describes as high-performance, low-cost, and energy-efficient central processing unit CPU products and related technology on which many of the world's leading semiconductor companies and OEMs rely to develop their products. Among customers of the roughly 6,000-person company are Apple, Alphabet, Advanced Micro Devices, Qualcomm, and Mercedes-Benz. Analysts expect Arm's IPO to be the biggest of 2023, though not everyone agrees that the company is worth what SoftBank thinks it's worth. Late last month, Bernstein analysts assessed Arm's fair market value to be about $40 billion based on its preliminary analysis of the limited financial information that was available at the time. It isn't clear, as of this writing, whether Bernstein will revise that estimate based on the financial formation provided in Arms F1, including reported net income of $524 million on $2.68 billion in revenue in its fiscal 2023, which ended in March, which is almost exactly what it generated in 2022 sales, $2.7 billion. What is known? Arm agreed to sell itself in 2020 for $40 billion in cash and stock to the dominant maker of chips for AI, NVIDIA, a deal that could have proved highly lucrative for SoftBank given the run-up in NVIDIA stock this year. But the deal was called off in February 2022 owing to significant regulatory challenges preventing the consummation of the transaction. Plans for an IPO began coming together immediately afterward. 
Founded in 1990, ARM began as a joint venture between Acorn Computers, Apple, and VLSI Technology, and was publicly listed on both the London Stock Exchange and the Nasdaq from 1998 until SoftBank took the company private. In its F1, ARM lists 22 concerns as risk factors, including that customers may decide to license our architecture and develop their own processors based on our architecture, rather than utilize our processor products pursuant to an implementation license. Partly to head off that risk, ARM has more recently begun building its own advanced semiconductors, as first reported in April by the Financial Times. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.